0: davis and wwe hall of famer teddy long with road trip after hours 30 minute time limit we put everything we can in 30 minutes we got all kinds of things for you on this show especially and teddy i know you're
1: ready well bill i'm always ready that's why they named me teddy, so. right. <laughs> ready, <So>. teddy. <laughs> yeah exactly babe. so let's get started here man and let me say welcome everybody in the after I 30 minute time limit, we've been getting such a great response uh, trem- uh you know, just tons and tons of questions, you know, and pretty soon. We may have to extend this show to an hour so we can get to everybody's questions. But <laughs> other, other than that, man, we're having a blast. And thanks to all the fans and all the people that are, you know, watching us and and joining us. And also don't uh, don't uh, don't let them forget that uh, we're on Sports Kita now. Correct. They can also find us there.
0: Yes, yeah, Sports Kita. By the time that you see this, uh, we have already had our first episode uh with Sports Kita, and it's called One on One. And it's a fantastic show. It's very similar to this show. This one goes a little bit off tracks sometimes, and that one stays more into today's uh news. But uh honestly, we, we love being over there with Sports Kita. It's an opportunity for Teddy and I to extend our brand and, and really uh give more to what we want to do with this program. So thank you very exactly. much to everybody. Um, right. Teddy. Uh this past Saturday in Peoria, Illinois, WWE had an event and uh, uh one of the uh, uh i'm trying to think what her name is is Scarlett bordeaux she is a uh, manager or valet to uh, her husband who's also a wrestler in the group uh it's not so much about her and the wwe as it is that a fan threw a drink on her and that fan and the entire family were ejected from the facility and uh th- actually the next day Scarlett Bordeaux from WWE made a comment on tw- uh, or on Twitter that said, "As a classy woman from Chicago, I'm not surprised that something like this would happen in Peoria." P.S. To the granny who threw the drink, your booze was as cheap as your hairdo. Now, for me, that's that's great heel comeback. I mean, you know, for me, that's really good. But I want to compare that. Today's response and how fans are to how they were in the early days when you first got into wrestling because they were quite different back then from what they are today, aren't they?
1: Well, no, they ain't quite different. I mean, the, today is really kind of calm. Okay, yeah. back in back in uh, the day, you know, and uh, with NWA and WCW and also with WWE back in the day, man, you know, you had people. I was on a <clears throat> show in uh, Italy, I believe, one overseas. I know it was. And was doing a cage match, man. And the next thing I look up, man, some guy had jumped out of his seat, jump, hit the cage, and he was climbing it. And he was on his way in, and he come all the way in, jumped, jump, oh, fell boy. on in, in the cage. And that was the worst thing he could ever do. But once oh, yeah. he in the cage, he's in our in our world. So he found out that was uh, not the right thing to do. And also, um, uh, back when I was managing Butchery and Ron Simmons, I had a lot of heat back there. And there was this woman in Montgomery, Alabama, and she always came with a a cup full of snuff she dipped snuff but what she did she would spit that dip back into that cup and she saved that cup because she hated all the heels and she almost got me one night brother until she threw that cup of snuff right at me she almost got me (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) you know, but, you know, but I found out, you know what I mean, you can't let that get next to you because, you know, you you know, this is your job. You know what you're doing. And in in fact, when stuff like that would happen to me, I loved it. That let me know I had heat and that let me know I was doing my job. When you booed me or you called me names and stuff, then I knew I'm I'm doing my job. And so that's a lot of a lot of young talent. They don't kind of look at it that way, you know. They get real offensive and think, you know, hey, this guy just threw a drink on me. Well, you know, you're in a heel spot right there. Right, right. That's somebody there that doesn't like you. That they didn't kill you. They didn't hurt you in any kind of way. They just threw that drink on you. So be be happy with that. Go back and tell the guys, hey, we, we see who's got the heat here.
0: You know, and, and and I don't want to tell people to go out with cups of uh, soda and start throwing it on your the wrestlers as they go by. <laughs> don't start all that. But I remember, you know, I I ran as a face my entire career except for a very short time in independent wrestling uh and i ran as a heel and one of the things i was proud of was the second time i came out as a heel and i mean full on heel i had a lady throw her drink right on me didn't piss me off man i loved it that was like hey hey, i i would have welcomed more that night because it meant i was getting the heat that i needed
1: you're doing your job man that's all it is that's letting you know you do your job and you made somebody believe you
0: and that's not easy to do anymore (laughs) no well a lot
1: of guys don't know how to get over you know what i mean i knew how to get over and i knew how to stay over
0: teddy i I don't want to bring up bad stuff but i do want to ask you something i was you know i periodically go through your past and try to find things that are interesting and darren draws uh his When he got paralyzed in the WWE, I was not aware you were the referee of that match. When that happened, I mean, obviously, you had to go to him at some point, ask him if he was okay. Um, what went through your mind? as that all unfolded?
1: Well, that was the first time anything like that ever happened, you know, with me in the ring. You know, I'd never been in, 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 in a match where there, there was a real serious uh, accident. Yeah. And uh I remember uh I walked over to Draw's and he was looking up at me. And uh I remember draw he said he kept saying, that you know, I feel like I'm gonna die. I feel like I'm gonna die. Wow. Like, th- those were the words he kept saying. And I brother, I almost panicked because like I said, I'm just a referee at that particular time and I'd never, you know, been involved in something that, you know, that was real that happened there. So uh it it, it was it, it was pretty pretty touching, and I'm um, sure Delo felt the same way, but, you know, things happen, man, you know, and I think what happened, I, I if I can remember it right, D'Lo went to pick him up. It looked like he was going for a power driver, and D-lo had kind of oiled up that night, you know. You know, a lot of guys put on, you know, a lot of the baby off before they go out, and to me, I just, you know, with nothing intentionally, I just think he slipped right out of D-lo's hands, and he dropped him right on his head, spiked his head, so it was uh <clears throat> that was that's, that's pretty hard man.
0: at the point that you realized this match was not going to go any further, who did you have to I mean how did you let people know just how bad things were in the race? Well
1: you give the yeah, there's a signal you know that yeah. you give you know you cross. cross both the arms okay, yeah. and you they they know when when you do that, they know that that uh it's serious.
0: And that's live TV, so I mean, you're having to—you're not just telling the people ringside; you're telling the people behind the scenes and everybody else. Guys, we got a problem here. We need to go to commercial, or or you need to cover this, right?
1: Right. Well, they—they they knew it was serious. Once you give the cross hands, you know the cross arms. I mean, you know they—they they know.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me go to the, another uh, part of your career in two thousand one. And for those who have not uh, ever seen this match, or even if you have, go back and pull this up because I find it really a fun, entertaining match. And this match back in 2001 was you, Jack Doan, which is another referee with the WWE, and you had a famous partner on your team as a three-man team, and that was none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I didn't even know you had a match with him. And uh, you guys went up against Kane and Rikishi. (laughs) First of all, how many matches have you had with Rock?
1: Just that That one? That was the first
0: time I've been in the ring with him. Wow. Wow. And uh, here you are. You get one of the biggest names in the business. And right across the ring from you is Rikishi. Now, Rikishi at this time, for those who are not aware of the Attitude Era, he had a thing for the stink face and a basically a splash. And uh, it was a rather large man. Still is a rather large man, but he's in good shape, though. I, I will give him that. The last time I saw him, he looked great. Um So let's go back to the stink face, Teddy. You took one. Hmm? Well, yeah, I uh,
1: didn't have no problem. <laughs> didn't have no problem taking the stink face. You know what I mean? Just you know, I I, I always let this new, whatever he needed me to do. That I got no problem with it. I'll do it because I know this is not real. So I, you well, know what I mean? Me. I'm here. I'm here to entertain you, and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you 100 percent worth of entertainment. Whatever I got to do, I'm gonna entertain you. I'm going That's what you. That, that's what you do when you stay over. Okay, when you know how to get over and you want to keep yourself over, then don't bulk nothing, just do it. And and if you can do it better, make it better. You know, that, that's, all, it, that's all it is. Just that simple.
0: It's funny but, because uh, a, a lot of times I'll ask Teddy to do things for some of the shows and he'll look at me like I'm crazy, <laughs> but he'll still do it because he knows we're going for something a little bit odd. So I, I can see you being that way very easily.
1: Well, I have to, what I have to do with him, ladies and gentlemen, I have to cut him off because he (laughs) he comes and asks me and he, he has this long list of stuff that he wants done and and we don't need all that. Okay. (laughs) I keep trying to let him know that less is more. So, and then when I finally show it to him, then he's okay. Well, you're right. right." That's
0: that's (laughs) what I'm I'm listening though. I'm listening, though, Teddy.
1: Oh, no problem, man. That, that's why we get along. That's why we that's get right. along. I listen to you, and then you listen to me, man. We're partners. We ain't got time to be arguing and worried about nothing. If something's wrong, we just fix it.
0: Hey, well, before I forget, too, because I meant to open the show with this, we got a problem. You and me have a problem. Okay. My, wife, my wife saw a promo picture of you and I sitting side by side. She goes, look at those two handsome men. I had to look over. I said, what? she says, you sure you're not related to him? Cause y'all look just alike. My wife thinks you're absolutely handsome. Just so you well, know. That,
1: well, well, she understands. That's one thing. And that's your wife. is that, She's absolutely brilliant to have that idea. Because <laughs> I, 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 I,
0: <laughs> it's a lot better than the stink face from Rikishi. Let hey, me, let me you. tell
1: you something. I would, let me tell you something about the stink face. Yeah. See, anybody that want to book something like that. I seen Vince McMahon man, have Rikishi sit the stink face right in his daughter's face right in his wife's face so how am i gonna tell the man that he can't stick his big fat ass in my face okay (laughs) no i'm doing exactly what i what i'm doing my job
0: (laughs) Teddy, what about the stink face when you when you get down because this is not something you practice so i mean (laughs) I i can see you in the back right now hey rikishi come on over here we're gonna try that stink face for half an hour make sure i get it right no you get in the ring and here you are you see that thing coming. You have no idea what it's going to feel like. What's it going to smell like and how your reaction may, because sometimes your real reaction will cross into what you're trying to do. What was it like when it hit? It just kind of ex- explain that experience to people.
1: Well, you know, it wasn't really nothing. I just, you know, I, <laughs> I saw it coming. So, you know, I know what any average person would do if somebody puts their ass in your face <laughs> You would frown. You would make a face, you know what I mean, and if also the next face you would make is how stinky. You know, you're, you're getting a real, a real funky smell. But I'll be honest with you, man. Rikishi was, all, and I'm telling, you, this is like back, back in the locker room stuff. He was always clean, man. He showered and everything. And i so he that night when I got that, he had no odor from his ass whatsoever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so and
1: that really, and that was really the good part about it, too. You know what I mean? I didn't have to smell no leftover stinky turds or nothing like
0: that. But, <laughs> no just, jingle berries. You know, Hey, yeah, look, <laughs> look did, I, he has to have had at some point or another put something back there just to stink it up for whoever he's in the ring with. I'm well, to remember to ask him that question.
1: Well, the only time I think he'd do that is we may have a hit out on somebody. So yep. then that's when we'll we'll say that for them.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking you will know, put some sardines down in there or something. Just make it awful.
1: <laughs> oh, look at you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, look, we need to take a commercial break. We'll be yeah, back. We, as... Yeah, we
1: really do. So you can go get <laughs> you a can of sardines.
0: And I got some coffee going here right now. We'll be back okay. in 60 seconds right here on Road Trip After Hours, 30-minute time limit. All
1: right, let me get up here. I think I need to
0: go take a break. We need a body double? What are you doing? Daddy, you know what they say. We all look alike. Old head, goatee. You can't tell me you have been confused with Goldberg.
1: Let's
0: go. Next!
1: You looking for quality meat? Uh, I think I found it. Yeah, you did. Wow, um, my family prefers all natural. Mind you. Right, son? All natural. They grow up so fast.
0: trip after hours, 30-minute time limit. I'm Mac Davis, and he is WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Hey, believe that, player. Look here, we got a mailbag today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. And then pull one out. Those letters, I love those letters. Let's find out what you've got to say. Oh boy, mailman, mail today. All right, Teddy. Here we go. Question number one comes from Mary in North Carolina. She writes, "Any stories?" from managing norman the lunatic um <laughs> I, you know it, i had to go back and look i knew the name but i couldn't rem- draw the face back up and i do remember him it, he, well, yeah, he, like, went,
1: he came back and worked for vince uh forget his name but he was the boston booger or something like that
0: bastion booger or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs>
1: uh, uh no, I just Norman was just such a funny guy. You know what I mean? I had a lot of fun with him and cause at that particular time, you know, I'm trying to learn, you know, I'm like still on the job training. So right, I'm right. just trying to do my best, you know, to be that heel manager and you know, and try to learn the business. But uh with Norman, it was great. We we, we had a lot of fun. My wife she thought Norman was just hilarious. She, oh really? It, yeah, oh yes, yes, she liked it. But it, it was it was good, man.
0: Um th- Norman wasn't your first man, or your, your first client, whatever you want to call it. Um, who was your first one that you managed? Uh, do you remember?
1: Might have been Johnny B. Bad, uh, Mark Merrill, may have been him, uh, I, I believe. And uh, then I there was Ice Train, and uh, then I had Ice Train by himself, then I had Ice Train and Ken Norton. Yeah, Craig um,
0: Pittman too at one time, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, Sergeant Craig Pittman had him. And uh, listen, don't forget, uh, he's re- he's 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 gone away now. But jumping Joey Maggs, yep. Um, a great great story with Joey Maggs, man. You know, Joey was just a guy. You know that they just was just an enhancement talent. You know, he would never won a match, so they put me with him. And I I found out later on that was the you know to give me no credibility. You know, so that's that was oh. the setup there. But anyway. They put me with him, and so one night we was on TBS, and I forget who he was working with, but he lost the match. And he was so down and out and down and out. And so, I, you know, I pay attention. A lot of people didn't think I was paying attention. So I said to Joey, I said, just stop. Wait one minute, okay? I said, I'm going to talk to you a little bit here, then I'm going to slowly stand up with you, and I'm going to raise your hand. He says, no, 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 you can't do that. I said, Joey, just listen. So I slowly got him up and talked to him. Nobody was there in the ring but me and him. That means we got the stage. And as I slowly talked to him, you know, and I just, you know, like, it's going to be all right. Don't let that bother you. And then I took his hand and I slowly raised it and they all clapped On He couldn't believe that. I said, this this is how this works, okay? It ain't who you lose to. It's how you lose. Right.
0: Right. You got to remember that all the time. And most of the guys in the back don't remember that. Yeah. At least on the indie level. I don't you know, I don't know. Is it the same way? as it in the pro, Teddy? Well,
1: (laughs) yeah, I would say say now, you know, because this is a whole different era now from the attitude era. You know, you had a lot of a lot of veterans back in the attitude era, you know, that would always, you know, keep the young talent in line or kind of let you know when you're stepping out, you know, you need to step back in. But, you know, we don't we don't have a lot of that now. So, you know, like I said, you got so many young kids now, you know, it's just hard to get through to some of them. You know, they just don't understand. This is to draw money. It ain't about what kind of tights you got on or how good you look as you need to learn and, and basically learn how to work. If you learn how to work, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You'll learn how to, you know, capture your audience. You know what I mean? You'll learn mm-hmm. how to put the in the palm of your hands. And you can see, you know, I learned that when I when I was in the coffin with Undertaker, when I was doing the kidnap with Undertaker. And as I was coming down in that coffin, you know what I mean? I could hear the people. And I'm saying to myself the whole way down, I got them. I got him, I got him. And then they put me down, When and, and then I knew I was going to get him again when they opened it, because everybody thought Taker was in there. Yeah. And when they opened it and saw me, then I heard that reaction. I, just, I was just smiling inside, you know, because I'm making Vince happy. I yeah. got him.
0: Was there yeah. ever a time that you broke in the ring, Teddy? I meant to ask you that last week on, on one of the topics we were talking about, but was there ever a time you were in the ring? Because I know the guys, and I know, like, I knew a lot of people who tried to do that to Undertaker. They tried and tried and tried to break him, to make him you know, break character. Did you ever break character in the ring? Uh, or on TV, let's put it that way. Yeah, well... Uh, so, uh, just a little <laughs> bit. Boy, well, this sounds I, good.
1: <laughs> I caught it all the way, just a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to do that, but Bradshaw was the one was always trying to get me to break, and he hit me with something one day. I don't know what it was. He said, but it was something that I remembered me and him from riding together, <laughs> and he almost popped me. And then I just, uh, I just turned away. Our boy player. <laughs> and then I went back into it. Oh yeah, then he laughed about it because he knew, I almost got you out there. Didn't a the peanut head? I said, Yeah, yeah, you did.
0: Peanut head. Now, so you just brought up something else. Where did peanut head come from?
1: Well, when I was a little kid, they called me that. That was my nickname, Peanut. And so when I went to start managing Butch Reed and Ron Simmons, Jimmy Corden, God, you know, God bless him, I love him to death uh he uh was with the midnight express and so they were trying to find something you know to call me you know to get you know get some heat so i just told Cornette, i said hey when i was a little kid my nickname was peanut and he liked it that and that's where the peanut head started (laughs)
0: let me ask you uh this comes from bob in wisconsin you were in some relationships you know tv relationships on wwe programming how did that go over with your wife and again that's from bob in wisconsin thanks bob we appreciate it well (laughs) Uh oh
1: Uh, (laughs) not well huh let me tell you about my wife uh god rest her soul let me make she rest in peace uh when i started doing those having those affairs uh on tv there. Uh, she was kind of all right with it but the last one that i had was the wedding when i was getting ready to marry crystal yep well that's the one that really got her because she's i come home one night and she was in this mood and she's kind of you know what what's going on up there and i'm like what are you talking about and she says some of her friends they're watching the tv so they're calling her asking her are we getting a divorce okay oh my god yeah. Yeah. It's a true story, man. <laughs> so now, you know, she's trying to she she don't know how to explain this to her friends, you know, that it's a work on TV. She don't get that part of it. So she's just they got her all upset. So what I had to do, uh, uh, Mac, is when we got ready to do the wedding, I had to I took her with me down to the to to, to TV because we did it here in Atlanta. And so I took her to TV so she could watch me, watch me. She's sitting on the front row, so she watched me get married. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to take her with me to show her, because she'd never been to a TV taping, you know what I mean? She didn't, You know, she'd been, you know, rode together for many years when I was working in NWA for Crockett. So she'd been around the business, you know, so she didn't, didn't really care that much. She'd go right. if I wanted her. But anyway uh i had to just talk to her you know and, and so I, the only way i could get her to understand i had to take her down there and let her watch that wedding. so uh, she sit on the front row and watch the whole thing so now did you but,
0: introduce uh, her to your wife to be before i, the had show? To
1: introduce, I introduced her to the crystal Good. and how did that go <laughs> oh it was great man she uh mm-hmm. after she was she cool got this, she understood you know what i mean i'm like you know tasha what i'm gonna do with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got you know we only got time for one more question, so I'm trying to find one that we can do here. Um uh, sorry about that. Let's see. okay, we'll do this one because we can do this one quick and we can shorten it if we need to. Okay. Gary, Gary in Chicago wants to throw you a list of names, which I'll give you, and um uh, he wants a one word description for each one of these names. There's about six of these I've got here. You ready? Yeah, all right. Vicky Guerrero. Oh, sweetheart. JBL. Oh Be honest, Teddy.
1: <laughs> of, he's my best friend. The rock. Oh, great. Tremendous.
0: Ron Simmons.
1: Outstanding.
0: Stephanie McMahon.
1: Absolutely fantastic jerry lawler great guy
0: that's it that's all the time we have for today teddy this has been fun and a lot of the stuff we didn't even get to so we'll get to it on the next show i promise oh. you I'm, i'll keep this and we'll do it on the next show that all sounds right fair?
1: Well, well as long as we got content that's what makes us roll
0: that's right i'm mac davis he is teddy long wait a minute wait a minute where are you gonna be teddy
1: uh i'm gonna be november 28th in uh raleigh and I'm, I'm sorry Winston say north carolina for wrestlecade all
0: right so make plans to be there if you haven't already got your tickets for wrestlecade or your chance to step in line and get teddy's autograph or photograph make sure you get it today go online i think they can pre-order some of this is that correct teddy online yeah right they can okay all right i'm mac davis he is wwe hall of famer teddy long and this is road trip after Hours. Thirty-minute time limit.
1: Holla! Holla, player! Holla, player!